Hebrews 13.8 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But everything else is not. Change is inevitable. But we've got to learn how to not only go through it, but we've got to learn how to grow through it. So join us today as we continue on our five-part series, Ready, Set, Grow. And we're going to talk about how to handle change when it comes, because it will. Welcome to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Chris. And I'm Jamie Bailey, and we're Christian counselors and marriage coaches. We're here to help you put God in the center of your marriage by sharing some solid biblical truth, along with some practical marriage tips. So no matter where you're at in your marriage, start getting excited, because we're here to help you enjoy the journey. Change. So we're talking about change. Oh, how many people are going, yay! (laughs) Not a lot. But you know, as as you said in the intro, change is inevitable. Max Licato, a little dad jokish, said... You want, if you want to go someplace without change, try a vending machine. Oh my gosh, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, you have to talk about that. You got to tell change. me if you're putting dad jokes in the scripts here. Although we don't have scripts, but no, yeah, we don't go. <laughs> I with still the need to be informed that dad jokes are on their way. <laughs> but you know, a lot of us aren't fans of change. Um, it's a personality thing, right? It's a change is a personality trait, or or. Rather saying our ability to process change. Yeah, how we handle change or how we feel about yeah, change. Yeah, I mean, there's some people who love change. I mean, it's it's like if they want everything to change all the time and they don't want anything to stay. Then you're not my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's a lot. I think those most... are the people that like winter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confident. But I think most people, that's why they came up with the saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yes. Yeah. And we especially don't like change when it's been forced on us. Mm-hmm. You know, that blindside kind of change. And, and you know, we've had to endure a lot of that over this past year. Oh, yeah. You know, so many people had to suddenly become homeschool parents. And, mm-hmm. you know, the school system, they didn't care if you, you had a nine to five job. They didn't care if you were working. They didn't care if you were a stay at home mom. They didn't mm-hmm. care if you had five children. You know, you were suddenly required to homeschool them, and they didn't care if you had the means to do it. Right. You know, job changes. All of a sudden, everybody's working from home, and that brings changes in your relationships and in your schedules and crazy change. And last year, like, we've had—that's like record-breaking amounts of change that we've all collectively had forced upon us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even to learn the technology that goes Mm-mm. with the kids and with the work and with all this other stuff. No, and then if you're a teacher who's also a mom, you were really in trouble. <laughs> you know, so that was a lot. You know, but there's also changes, you know, outside of the hard years we've had, because mm-hmm. we're approaching years now. You know, there's also changes that come up that we're not fans of either. Right. Some of us don't like, like, I remember when our kids went to kindergarten. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I Don't laugh at me. No, I'm <laughs> laughing sad. with you because it was like, you know, not wanting to leave them in the classroom and like, oh. Right. You know, and then flash forward when they go off to college, when they start driving. That was tough. Yes, that stuff is hard. We don't mm-hmm. like that change. And we even knew that was coming. 
Oh yeah. Well, you, uh, you know, God willing, you know it's coming for you. Know. <laughs> Ideally, your kids leave the house. <laughs> you know, we are expecting that, but some change, you know, that we know kind of inevitably is coming. Like maybe was with our health. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're not aging backwards here. No. You know, and our parents aren't aging backwards, Mm-mm. and so sometimes there's, you know, changes in the season of marriage. Yeah. We go from newlyweds to parenting toddlers to raising teenagers. Mm-hmm. To learning how to be empty nesters right. and then taking care of aging parents, maybe while we're taking care of children, that sandwich sure. generation. Those are hard changes. No, and it's constant. That's the challenge, right? Change is always moving. And, you know, as you mentioned in Hebrews, you know, there is always going to be change. Mm-hmm. The only thing that doesn't change is God, right? Yeah. He's the same today as he was yesterday, as he will be tomorrow. So, spouse out there who go, well, my my spouse... Yes, yeah. my husband. Go yeah, ahead. I, I heard say, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, who said, my spouse will never change. You know, that's tantamount to blasphemy because yes. your spouse is capable of change, will change. We just don't tend to change in a good way. Right, right. But they can change yes. because they're not God. Absolutely. And so that is good news. That is really good news. As much mm-hmm. as we don't like change, change is always going to happen, and change is also possible. Yes. And so there's hope in change, too. But since majority of us aren't fans of it, we've got to know that if there's something we don't like, that is an area where the, we can allow the enemy to have a foothold in. Oh, yeah. And so he is for sure going to come after our dislike or our disdain, have you, you know, of change. And and we've got to know who our enemy is here. You know, Scripture tells us all throughout Scripture, you know, defines him as the father of lies. Mm-hmm. He masquerades as the angel of light. Yeah. So we can't always see when he's coming. We don't always recognize. Well, that would ruin the strategy. Right. 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 If all of a sudden some dude in a, in a red suit and a pitchfork <laughs> and all of a sudden is right there going, yes. oh, do it this way. <laughs> right. No, he, he doesn't show up on our on our shoulder, you know, and with a pitchfork. You're right. You know, he'd be so recognizable. So he's got to masquerade as something good. Mm-hmm. He always tries to offer us a better solution. And it's more, it feeds our flesh. Oh, yeah. Is what he's going to do. He's also known as a schemer and a deceiver. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing good in the enemy. He has no good plan for us at all. (laughs) There is nothing redeemable. No. I mean, literally, in, in in whatever definition, biblical or there's nothing redeemable. Right. And so we have to know that is who is coming after us. And he's got a plan for us when change hits. He's got a plan for how he wants us to handle it. Mm -hmm. But God also has a plan for how he wants us to handle it. Oh, definitely. One of them will take us out and the other one will cause us to grow. Yeah. You know, and so the the first thing, I think one of the things the enemy does do is when change comes... He tempts us and he wants us to ignore it and deny it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I have, you know, it makes me think my stepdad passed away several years ago of of cancer and it went to his spine. Mm -hmm. Well, he started progressively not being able to walk. Yeah. And it was harder for him to get up. Well, he refused to believe that this was happening to him. Mm -hmm. And so many times we would go out and he would refuse to go in a wheelchair or to have a walker to help him. He fell down more times than I can count. Right. Just because he wanted to deny the fact that he was losing mobility. Mm-hmm. You know, those are hard things, but when we deny 
change, when we deny change is happening, we not only don't get better, we can get worse. We can cause more damage by trying to ignore a problem that's there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this this idea of kicking the can down the road, mm-hmm. which I've got to admit, that's, that is a a tendency that I want to be pulled into doing, that it doesn't work because the longer we avoid something, the harder it is for us to address it. Right. It gets bigger. It's like it makes me think of like that snowball. Oh, yeah. You know, it's got that snowball effect. It just starts rolling faster and getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to ignore our problems or deny them. Another thing he wants us to do is he tempts us to be discontent. Oh, yeah. He loves to hear us grumble, (laughs) right? And it's about shifting our focus. I can't believe this is happening. Why do we have to do yes, this? Yes. Yes. And so it's like, look at all this bad stuff. Magnify it. Focus mm-hmm. on it. Take your eyes off of Jesus and look. You know, you shouldn't be going through this. You deserve better than this. Sure. And what, and we've talked about this, about the power that gratitude and appreciation has. Mm-hmm. Just think about the destruction right. that grumbling and complaining and uh, has on your life. Yeah, it does. It changes our brain chemistry. Yeah. You know, so we don't want to do that. That's the enemy's plan to kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to align ourselves with him. And then he also tempts us, this is a big one, he tempts us to control or manipulate. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and it's it's the temptation of God doesn't know what he's doing. He's doing something bad. You know, why do you want it? You know better. Right. Go get what you want. Don't allow this change to happen. Yeah. Does he really have your best interest in heart? Right. Yeah. He causes us to doubt God. That's the that's the star, story in the garden, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, and then continue that on with Abraham and Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, maybe God meant for it to happen this way. Right. Yeah, that's not, that's not the case at all. So he loves getting us to doubt God knows what he's doing mm-hmm. and tempts us to believe that we know better than God does. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah, you have to laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. Now that we say it out loud, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ridiculous. And then what's, what's the next and what else does he do? Numb out. Yeah. Right. And what is that? I think 75% of people during this time are finding themselves numbing out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just sitting doing nothing because of the overwhelm, because of stress. Right. You were just trying to seek an immediate comfort somewhere, we're trying to, you know, scramble and get desperate for that. So we just get tempted to, you know, do what's easy. Yeah. Oh, you're having a hard time. You don't like this change? You need some Amazon packages. That's, yeah. what, that's what you need. <laughs> you need some more boxes at your door. Yes. Doing. You need a glass of wine, a piece of cake, and some Amazon. Like, <laughs> that really is it. It's just, I, we need to feel better. And we begin to sink or seek false things for comfort to help mm-hmm. us avoid and to numb out. And none of that, we're not going to grow an iota. Mm-mm. By following that method. No, not by trying to get one day delivery on our Cheetos. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't have, it's possible, but it is not good for us. But it does not help. It's not good. And so if we want to be able to grow through change more than just going through it, there are some things we need to align ourselves with God to do. And the first mm-hmm. one is to acknowledge it. Yep. We need to bring things out into the light. John 8, 12 tells us that Jesus is the light. And with him, we don't have to walk in darkness. Mm -hmm. We are not made to be in the dark. You know, and we need to bring our struggles, our hurts, our pains, all of it 
into the light and acknowledge that this change is indeed happening. Mm -hmm. I think of my stepdad, had he acknowledged it, he could have done far more things in a wheelchair than without. Right. You know, just being able to accept it and move forward in it. Yeah, or getting one of those little electric scooters. Yes, yes. God right. will then establish things. God will get us moving into the a, into a direction for that. But, you know, if there's just part of that change, since it's going to happen, then just take what you can and then let God can um, have the rest of that. Right, because if we don't do anything, then we're falling into denial. Oh, yeah. We can't because lots of big faith can also be denial in disguise. Oh, sure. I'm just going to trust God to, to handle this and I'm going to do nothing. Well, God usually calls us to do something, right. you know, to work along with him. When Proverbs 19.21 says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Yep. So we can make some plans here, but it's God's purpose that prevails. Mm-hmm. And so we do our part, what we feel God is calling us to do, and we leave the rest up to him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and, and during these times, we need to learn how to be content. Yeah. Right? Philippians 4, 12 through 13. You know, Paul's talking about, he, he knows what it is to be in need. And, you know, he also knows what it is to have plenty. And, you know, he's learned to be content in either situation. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that that accepting What's going on, acknowledging it and being content with what's going on. And because he's able to do all things, you know, through God who strengthens him. Right. This is such a fleeting time that mm-hmm. we're in. It's not supposed to be our main focus. Right. Eternity is supposed to be our main focus. This is the opportunity. What can we do while we're in it? And change is part of that. Right. Change is part of that. And so we can be content even when things change in manners that we don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a gift. That is a gracious gift from God. And another gift we have from God in this is when we're in a, ma- in a season of change that we don't like, we can seek God for comfort. We don't have to numb out. You know, Psalm 46, mm-hmm. one, you know, declares God as our refuge and our strength and our ever-present help in times of trouble. And because of that, we don't need to fear. Right. We only numb out when we're afraid. Mm-hmm. But instead of numbing, we need to seek God for comfort. Right. Well, and here's the, the reality of, of change. It usually brings a sense of grief because mm-hmm. as things change, then there is an old that is going away. Right. Right. So when our kids are, you know, are going to kindergarten, well, then they're not with us anymore. When they're going to away to college, they're not with us anymore. You know, so those just are a couple of examples. I mean, not to mention being in the sandwich generation or doing all with those things. So we have to face that we're going to need comfort. Right. Uh, Proverbs 18.10 says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Righteous, um, the righteous man runs into it and is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, God's there for us. Right. You know, and because change can be painful. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's this quote by R.D. Lang that says, pain in this life is not avoidable, but the pain we create avoiding pain is avoidable. Yeah, that's good. Right, right. That's a good one. You know, so we can't avoid these things. And so we need to become 
a married couple, we need to have marriages that embrace change. Uh-huh. We need to start expecting these seasons, these changes to come. We are going to be newlyweds and toddler parents and empty nesters, and we are going to grow old together and become old. That's and, the ideal. Yes, and life is going to look different, and we don't want to resist that. We don't want to follow the enemy's plans in uh-uh. all of this to distract us and to lose focus, to numb out. Pull us off track. Right. We don't want to do that. So we don't want to be thrown off. We want to be willing to learn to embrace change. And when change comes, there's usually that comes along with it is a season of figuring it out Mm -hmm. where we're at when we transition to middle school children. (laughs) We need to pause and figure that out. All of these seasons, all of these changes, give ourselves a grace period, but be committed to figuring it out and to embracing it together and trusting God in the middle of it and turning to Him and turning to one another. And we have a way, one of the things that is really difficult about change is it brings a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. And stress can be hard. And we just want to make you aware of a course that we have available. It's a mini course. It's called the Stress Rescue. It's going to be two hours or less. It's meant to be done together, very conversational, Uh where you can talk about your stressors, which may very well include change, any changes that are going on that are stressing you out. Sure. Right, and you can talk about those and take all that overwhelm and that that hard those hard feelings you're having and talk about them together and come up with a plan. Right. And that is a great thing to do. And so we're making that available to you and we've got a discount code for you just as our podcast listeners. That's going to be in our show notes and the link to checking that out will be in there as well because we want you to know that even when change comes, if you're willing to embrace it, You can still enjoy the journey.